guys, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, grab your skateboards, because we got a murder to solve, because we're talking about Gleaming the Cube. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother... Listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult this week. We ooh, super duper really appreciate it. That's what we do. That's more so than often. That's more, more so, so than, than often. Normal. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review, and we'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show. We got one to read tonight. We also had someone do one uh, five stars without uh, leaving a review, so they get a shout-out in the beginning of the show because they are a mystery. Ooh. Just like this movie we're about to talk about, which is Gleaming the Cube. It was directed by Graham Clifford, came out in 1989, had a budget of $10 million, made $2.7 million in the boxes. Ouch. Box office. Boxes? Yeah, box, the box office. Yep. Was filmed here in the U.S. and currently sits at a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you don't know what it's about, a California skateboarder solves and avenges the death of his adopted brother. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. That's me. Hi. Chris Wilbrecht. And what's up? And Michael Salusio. I like I want to do something clever be before. Hello, everybody. <laughs> everybody else is just like, yeah, it's me. Hey, everybody. And then it gets to you and it's like, you're copying us. <laughs> Let's talk about Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> this was Kyle's pick. No, it was my pick, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so Kyle, why'd you pick Gleaming the Cube? I picked Gleaming the Cube because um, either off or on here, I don't know what, but we have talked about doing this movie so much and uh, to the point that uh, uh, it's a hard movie to find because it's not in print and a friend of mine let me borrow the movie so we could do it. That was a year ago. And um, finally it, getting around to it. Finally getting around to it because it just got uploaded to Amazon Prime like last week. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is going to make it a lot easier for the whole team. It was because it's finally available that everyone in the room can watch it. They all, your parents, it sounds like you guys all watch a really shitty version that got uploaded to Amazon yeah. Prime. I had the DVD still. So. I did, okay, uh, yeah, I it, did not. Yeah. I just found it on YouTube and watched it on YouTube instead because I thought the sound is important to this movie. I'm not going to. I'm yeah. not gonna watch it with the sound off because it's 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 gonna yeah. affect I just how toughed I review it. Out. I toughed it I, out. I did too. If anybody is uh, if anybody's works at Amazon, <laughs> your your uh, your cut of uh, what movie <laughs> gleaming we the gleaming cube. the cube. You're, he's so, he's gleaming the cube right now. He's yeah. so into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> your cut of gleaming the cube is way off in the sound. By the time you get to the end of it, it sounds like they dubbed over the thing. I just kept pretending it was a Vietnamese yeah. movie dubbed in English that starred Christian Slater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just put the subtitles on because I couldn't fucking take it anymore. I feel like as an experienced movie watcher, it was something that I could stand because I'm like, okay, I, 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 I get I get. Well, it. you watch a lot of more schlock and shit than, we, than we've seen. <laughs> no, dude, it was like, all right. With your job, I mean. It was just... like this. Like A person gets out of the car, they close the door, and it goes like this. And they are already inside the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up 20 flights of stairs. Mm. It was pretty and, terrible. And in a, in a bathtub. 
This might, well, I'll be curious to see how this changes your opinions and what we talk about. Because I'm gonna bring up some shit that, like, might. What if I bring up something that's like sound related? And y'all, y'all just shit didn't just nope. hit, hit for y'all. That's no, what, I kept the sound on. I kept the sound on. I just put subtitles on. Nope. It. Yeah, that's and, why I jumped to YouTube to watch it on YouTube because the sound was synced. There you go. There we go. And I was like, because this movie, I think. So the I sound- picked this movie because it has non-synced sound, which I thought was a really experimental approach. Yeah, in, yeah I like uh, what they were trying. Approach what in nineteen. Uh, what was this? Ninety-four. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you know, I thought, hey, let's do it. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Now we're doing it. Don't watch our names. So had anyone not seen this film before? Had anybody not seen it before? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it. What? I'd never seen Gleam in the Cube. No. I have seen it. I have. I cannot nope. remember where I've seen it. I remember it was when I was into skateboarding, and I heard there was a skateboarding movie with uh, uh, Rodney Mullen and Tony Hawk in it, so I was like, yeah. I gotta see this movie! And somehow I tracked it down. I think it was at uh, Hollywood Video, actually, because... It was either that or Video Update. Yeah. I can't remember which one. Probably Video Update, because they were better. Yeah. It was probably Video Update where I found no, because I think Video Update was done by then. It was, Anyways, it, was yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I think I found it that way, and I watched it and was like blown away by the. I remember being blown away by it at the time. But I was like, again, this is like when you were first like, getting into skateboarding. Yeah, and, like, like we're talking like eighth grade. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was yeah. like, this movie's the shit. And now, right, right. going back and watching it since since the, the last time I saw it was then. And now going back and watching it, it was quite a different experience. (laughs) (laughs) Man, my experience was, I mean, it was everything I thought it was going to be from this (laughs) time period. Like, the, you know, it was interesting, though, to see because they use a different style of skateboard back then. You know, so it's like when you and I were growing up, we didn't use those big fat boards that, that they use in this movie. And I'm like thinking, wow, dude, to be able to do a lot of this stuff, you know, on these on these heavy ass clunky boards is like kind of interesting to watch and see that they were really trying to market this film with like the cool stunts that skateboarding had developed at this time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I actually had one of those skateboards when I was uh like when I was like 6 or 7 years old. It yeah, had, had, had the Bart Cheeto Simpson Man one. on it. I had a Bart <laughs> Simpson one. I had the Cheeto Man. My dad yeah, worked yeah. for Free Lay, so it was like some free swag you just he, he got. And he's like, "Here you go. It's got the Cheeto guy on it." I got it for Christmas. I never nice. had a skateboard. Oh, I was never um Ever able to really stand up atop a skateboard without falling on I my ass? I still can't so. do it. Oh, I got into it. Me I was, too. Yeah, me too. I was, was big into it. Yeah, for Went to years. skate parks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did nope. all that. I wasn't really that good or anything. I was terrible. <laughs> I was horrible. Not after watching this movie, I'm like, man, I fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. But it is funny to see the tricks and stuff. Then, because I feel like you know we, we grew up, we grew up in a generation that was more like X Games, right? In terms oh, yeah. of like the yeah. amount of tricks and performances. So there's not. I didn't feel like there's. It was really interesting seeing all the stuff that would be considered, I guess, like the, would that be considered the floor routine, you know? Right, like a lot right. of just standing still and, and kicking, flipping the board in, in stationary stance. Because that's right. like, that's like 70s era type no, I, shit. I, I, no, that's, for me, that's not true, at least. Because I was in the skateboarding scene at the time. Like, Ronnie Mullen was popular when I was skateboarding. Yeah, uh, he he went on to he, a new generation of like skaters. He, he's always done that. So stuff. did Tony like, Hawk. I mean, he was in this too. Yeah, you know they like. Well, Tony Hawk, I I I know exactly where I was when Tony Hawk did the nine hundred. Well, think about how much the game it's the game the Tony Hawk Pro Skater game influenced skateboarding. Right. You know, so it's like that was a whole new like era and style of skateboarding. But it was cool to see this this actually put on film. Like, uh, you know, like you could tell it was a kind of a piece made to showcase skateboarding 
Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Well, no. It, it definitely seemed that way at the beginning. Right. Uh, the rest of the whole film, though, I was kind of like, uh, I, am I the only person that was kind of like, this film is not about skateboarding at all. No, no, no. No, you're, it's you're, definitely you're, not. You're, okay. you're, you're absolutely right. The director himself said that, look, this isn't a movie about, he said, this this this, this isn't a movie about skateboarding. Skateboarding, however, um, serves several purposes in the yeah. film. It serves the purpose of, uh, most obviously, this is the mode of transportation our main character takes, but skating also serves as a, uh, it serves as a, as a way to showcase kind of like the frustration and and pain that that Christian Slade's going through with the, with his brother, the disconnect from his family, the feeling of being an outsider, and blah blah blah. So it served a purpose as to 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 be symbols throughout the film, but it it was never actually a skateboarding movie. It was simply right. a murder it's like mystery. Punk, it's like the punk rock flash dance. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like his version of dancing. He like you know he's got but he's got to solve a murder of his brother too. Right. I just like weirded out. <laughs> it's got a lot of, of responsibility. I just weirded out why they called it gleaming the cube. It's just such a bad. What? They explain it in the movie, which is so. No, they do explain it in the movie. So what you... is it? Well, tell us what it is, Mike. What? I... It, it's like <laughs> when you're in the zone, or what, what I think it sounds like. I'm just saying to the audience. Tell the audience what it's presented as. Gleaming the cube is presented like as like when you're in the zone, like there's nothing else around you. I don't know. This kid was fucking. You go into like yeah, that's yeah. all you can yeah. Focus it's on when it's, when you're, it's when you're skating. You and, and then you go one. in. You go into a fugue state. Yeah, and you rob a liquor store. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it. no, it's it. He just the character describes it as it's it's that moment when you're in when you're skating and you're not thinking about what you're doing anymore. You're simply just reacting and 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 right. and, and you know just, just feeling it. It's zoning out. It's going yeah, into it, your third eye. It, yeah. it, there you go. It, it sounds like you're jerking your third eye. Is what it sounds like <laughs> because it sounds like a massive. No, that, that's called sh- that's called shining the cube. I want to give this out. It of sounds the way. like like an polishing old 80s the like polishing the, the cube. Polishing yeah. the cube. <laughs> I want to give this. I want to give this. I want to give this away right now. Uh, this movie will not be getting the extra star for its theme song. Why? Yeah, because it you didn't not, care for it. It is not a good thing. <laughs> it was so lame. The opening theme, like theme in the cube. Like, yeah, it good. was pretty stupid. Oh actually. yeah, that was a dumbass song. <laughs> oh, man, it was bad. It was a dumbass. It song. was bad. But let's talk about the rest of the movie when we come right back. Pal, what is this? We're waiting forty minutes for what? I told you last time. It was the last time. Yeah. I hear it's pretty expensive oh, yeah. to get a pilot's <laughs> license, huh? Eighty dollars an hour. We're all here to subsidize you, man. I told you no more. Didn't you get the message? I didn't get no message. What message? My machine must be broken, all right? Look, man. Tell me you can really afford to pass this up, right? Look. All right. But I'm only taking one of you. And we're back. Talking about Gleam the Cube. Came out when, Chris? 1992? No, 1989. Just kidding. It was 94, Chris. <laughs> Nine. It's all a big mishmash. <laughs> Late 80s, early 90s. Nobody knows the difference. <laughs> Mike, do you want to go through the plot of this film? I sure can. Because I and well, I want to stop you in various places. Okay, if you because, like. Because uh, this uh, this one is an emotional roller coaster. I mean, I'm just... just I mean, that's uh, not... I'm we don't need in-depth, right? This no, is pretty I just want to get us going. Plot. I just want to yeah. get us going. Yeah, get us right. going. So, Christian Slater... He's a young, uh, rebellious young kid, as most teenager skaters are. All skaters are kind of bad boys. I know I was. They're I like the generalization. Of, yeah. Keep it going. Hear well, that, I just, just want to keep with the theme of the times. He's part of a group with Tony Hawk, who also is a, 
a notorious self promoter. He puts his own sticker up on a on a yeah on a, a plane, and they're running around. They're searching for the hottest skate park. Like I no, guess, no, yeah. no, 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 they're, no, they're looking for like uh, they're, look, they're uh, looking uh, for like, pools. empty yeah. pools. They so go they to an airport, right? And they bribe. get this guy. They bribe them. They're going over, saying they're looking for the perfect pool so they can skate and then hopefully not get caught or whatever. Because they're you know they're they're troublemakers. Yeah, troublemakers as skaters are. So <laughs> also very smart. Uh, he gets in trouble a little bit, uh, whatever, big deal, fucking cop yells at him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Goes home, you find out he's got an adoptive Vietnamese brother, um, good student, helps him with his homework all the time, um, but he also works for an old, uh, uh, Vietnamese colonel or general? Colonel. Colonel. He was a colonel in in the war, right? And he's a right-hand man who just happens to be the second storm in Big Trouble in Little China, if anybody caught that. That's him. It's Rain. Really? Yeah. Who? The guy, his his right-hand man. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one, that, the, one that, the one that accidentally kills... Yeah, uh... yeah. The one we're going to get to. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah. That's actually the second storm. So anyways, uh, he stumbled... At, while he's doing the paperwork for this place, that's what he does at this guy's store. Like a video store, right? Bol- it's like Bolsa a... Video no, I think it's something? just like a... a, 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 a um... well, they, yeah, they have they have videos there. Like I a, think it's a video shipping. store. I thought it was a shipping. No, 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 it's a video store. It's a video store? Yeah. Okay, well, he's going through it's the... It's a video store, but they run the... They run the... Uh, the uh, Inventory. Uh, the Vietnamese Communist Relief Fund. Ah. Anti-Vietnamese Communist Relief Fund is run at, through that through that video store. All right. So he's, 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 he's going through the paperwork and he notices a discrepancy where he thinks that they're... Something's up, you know, like these numbers don't yeah. add up. And he makes a point to say, hey, these numbers don't add up. And the colonel looks at him as just like, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> you know? So yeah. he's like, all right, but he can't, you know. And uh, he finds himself uh, poking his nose where it doesn't belong. And the second storm uh, grabs him. They kidnap him. They take him to a uh, hotel room that just so happens to be right across from Disneyland. And they just want to scare him, and he's just kind of strangling him and stuff like that, trying to scare him, and he accidentally kills him. And now he's got a dead, now he's got this dead kid on his hands. Right. And And we're uh, also introduced at that time, too, to the, don't forget, um, yeah, uh, what's What's his his name? Larson? Is it Larson? The, the cop, the guy, the guy that owns the shipping. Yeah, the guy that owns the shipping oh, right. stuff. Yeah, right. so this guy, he's and he's more he's, Lawndale, he's, Lawndale, Lawndale. He's much more murderous than even the colonel, who's yeah. also kind of like, man, I don't want to kill any innocent people here. The colonel was kind of upset, right? Lawndale doesn't give a shit. Lawndale yeah. doesn't give a shit. When he finds out that this guy accidentally killed this kid, he's just like, whatever, fuck it, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, let's make it look like it's an accident. So they hang him like he accident, like he committed suicide. And uh, when the cops find him the next morning, Christian Slater finds out about it. He's absolutely fucking devastated. But he, at being the troublemaker that he is, he's going to take the law into his own hands. Yeah, he's, he's he doesn't going think, to find he doesn't out think his happens. brother actually killed himself, and then that propels us through the movie. Right, that's all it is. That's yeah. it. And then we go on from there. We go on from there to this uh, very, it gets uh, very convoluted with emotions. Yeah, this uh, is a, they, they really do get, get, try to get dramatic in this film. They do. They do. And like, with, with with not a very good story, yeah, that's the problem. Can I tell you what this film c- kind of reminded me of? It, it, and I want to know if this is like a like a type of movie. It it, it suffered from like I feel like was Rising Sun syndrome. You ever see the movie Rising Sun with Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes? I have not. Like, there's a whole crime situation going on with them Japanese uh, uh, yakuza types, 
and they're American, and Sean Connery is like the like the expert on Japanese culture, and he knows all these people, right? Yeah. And the whole time it's like, oh man, Asian culture is so different than American culture. Watch as they combine and learn from one another. Like that's what I felt this was. Yeah, like this kid, Christian Slater, who had a Vietnamese brother the whole time. Yeah, he knew he was from a different country, and yeah, he knew he had some different cultures, but he never really got involved with it. And then in the process of trying to find his his brother's killer, he learns to like accept the differences that they always had. I feel like he just <laughs> I feel like he just learns to not be as much of an asshole and no, just start being normal. That's again. where I disagree. He's a I feel like he's an asshole throughout this whole film. Oh, he's just a lying asshole throughout some throughout of it? this whole film. Christian Slater? Yes. I don't know. I feel like there was a... The way his character is written... He's noble in the sense that he's looking for his brother's killer, and I think that's about it. Well, no, he also also does admit to some of his... He has moments where he admits to his faults, like where he's like, I'm sorry. He knocks all the shit off the table, the cop yells at him to pick it up, and he doesn't. He's like, I'm sorry. That was was just a ploy to get the paper. That's the ploy to get the paper. But the point... I will will back up what you're claiming, though, because there is for sure a great scene where he does redeem himself, which is after he does steal uh, the the girl's father's lighter and she finds his room, uh, he doesn't... He he tries to skirt around it, and he's like, "All right, this is gonna sound crazy, but I'll I'll tell you exactly what I think's going on." And then it immediately cuts to her confronting her dad. So, no, so he fucking he 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 was honest and upfront. No, that's the other crazy part of the story. So he actually is lying throughout the whole film because what happens is is he um he he's this he's this asshole who is like investigating this murder right and he gets to a point to where he can't go any further and he knows that he has to get close to the colonel and the way of him getting close to the colonel is basically by bullshitting this girl into believing that he's become a different person by I'm going to change my clothes, I'm going to change my attitude, and I'm going to become a different person so it's acceptable for me to be around her so that I can get closer to the colonel to get his shit to fucking plot a war between him and the other guy by blowing up shit and framing him for it, <laughs> which in turn gets her father killed, and she's just like, there's no loyalty, come on. There's, like, no loyalty to the father whatsoever. She's just cool with him. Yeah, we'll go back to school together. Like, you you deliberately got my father killed with your actions she didn't because get, you she wanted didn't get her revenge. She didn't get his father, her father killed. He, he, didn't, he didn't do that. Because, yeah. No, no, he didn't. No, he started no, no, the war no, with, no, no. Okay, oh, the, who blew up the fucking propane? No, no, the father, the, you know who got the father killed? The father did. Through his actions, by by <laughs> by by moving here and promising to his family no more war, I'm completely out. But then secretly, oh, I'm sorry, being a fucking arms dealer and provider for the resistance in Vietnam and well, staying in the war. I can see so where Cody's coming he's from. He's getting his he brother does, killed he and does, getting his own brother killed. Hold on, he does purposefully. Uh, uh, he does frame, purposely try to shake things up. He, no, he frames. Yes, I the, know the colonel. So yes. that Lang- Langston, Langford, what's his name? Uh, Lawndale. Lawndale thinks that he blew up his own fo- his own yeah. thing. So, like, I don't know what, what he, he thought his... I, I'm just wondering other. what he thinks his endgame was going to be. And even think about this, guys. He knew that they were going to be there when he skateboarded in through the fucking window. He knew they were going to be there. That's why he was going there, and he called out, I need a suit for skateboard because I'm going to go catch the bad guys now, at my girlfriend's but, house. But, <laughs> because I perpetrated this whole plot for weeks 
where I'm going to trick everyone and have it all blow up in their face. And and I don't think I didn't think that was going to be the plan. I honestly don't think, don't think that was the plan. I, I think he went to the plan. Killed. I think I think his plan was to go to the house and hang out and wait for because she knew the father was going to be like make make him move and was going to follow him and oh, he confront was him catch him. But I think when he got there and he was looking over the fence and he saw like he saw through the window like oh shit's going down. He's like well now or never got to fucking move now. No, it was an act. Maybe, perhaps, it was an act of to, fucking to, to, to say. But, but, but to Christian, the back window on purpose. But to Christian Slater's defense, when he frames the colonel, he doesn't. He he can't. He doesn't know that the colonel didn't want his brother to get killed. He's st- like, first of all, the colonel's still complicit in his in his brother's death. Yeah, like yeah. he's still involved in well, it. No, right? He's still. He was. And, and maybe, maybe, like, how does he? You know, he he's they, he's they, still probably looking at thing. this like this girl's father, and this guy killed my brother. Fuck this guy! I'm gonna frame him. So there's a part of me that kind of feels like he's kind of kind of yeah, justified. That's, that's how now he, and the da- and the daughter the daughter wasn't too upset about it because she was more upset with the fact that the father was involved in the death of her boyfriend. Oh yeah, and uh, she and she uh, was kind of like, wait, that was her boyfriend. His yeah. brother was yeah. They boyfriend. were dating. Yeah. They were dating or they yeah. kissed at the beginning. You didn't catch on to that? Yeah, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. They had pictures oh, together. Yeah. I just he had a frame. He had a he had a frame photo on a date with her. Yeah, he had a frame photo of <laughs> oh, her yeah. and her father on his fucking nightstand. Well, yeah, and just, <laughs> can I just say this kind of makes Christian Slater a little bit more irredeemable because he's like, <laughs> yes, he goes, goes on after his brother his, who's no, now he, passed. Oh my god, he goes on this girlfriend. plot. Oh my he, god, no, it's all a plot to get close to the father to bring the father down to bring these people down. But he falls in love with her, but he falls. In, that's the bad. That's the bad part. He falls in love. with That's the why is that the bad part. Because it was all because it was all okay so up what? until the young end, love, love. It, young love happens. That's oh, what I'm man, saying. I don't know. Like, this you movie, don't know if young love happens. No, no, no I just I, it's like your brother. You know, they, he's not even cold yet. Yeah, can he? You can't <laughs> plan for that. And he's because just like, no, how can I get into? This was all a mission. That's what I'm saying. It was all <sighs> set up as a mission, and it, it changed. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? I hope through. my fucking brothers do the same shit if I get mysteriously murdered. Like I what? hope they do the same shit. I hope they frame some old guy. <laughs> but, but, I hope uh, they befriend whatever girl I'm dating and then and possibly move in. Her. I don't care. <laughs> I want my I want, I want my death. <laughs> I want my death fucking avenged. While you're possibly looking, while you're looking in. down from heaven. And your your brother's plowing your girlfriend. You can go. Good job, bro. Yeah. Like, Good care. job, bro. You know, I really don't care. I'm dead at that point. What do I care? But what I'm saying is, is and then and then it also is telling this uh, weird emotional story of uh, grieving and of the parents and of uh, of of him of Christian mm. Slater and this weird story of that and this relation and this also weird relationship that they have between. Uh, the time that the, the the family, uh, um, mother, father, brother, Christian other Slater. brother, the Christian Slater, yeah. Also, like the remorse that they have from like the adoption and like how that affected Christian Slater's character, like that emotional stuff is yeah. thrown in on this too. Yeah, they it's like it in they for sure. they throw it emotion yeah. heavy on this is that's on this, Christian this is Slater a, who this cannot, is a fucking drama with skateboarding. Listen, it's uh, it, but there's a lot of there's almost too much drama and especially. For Christian Slater at this time in his acting career to handle, he's not what he's not Leonardo DiCaprio and what's eating Gilbert. I didn't great think, I honestly didn't think he did. A, I don't think he did a horrible job with what he had to deal with. Like the no, stuff, he did the Christian stuff, Slater. The stuff that you're describing, the stuff with the family, like that's that's like the supporting actors are are no. are, are handling that, are creating he that, has, and dealing with it. His his emotional reactions are are all 
uh, individual by himself, and it's just him skating until no, he can't breathe anymore. That's not true. He has at least three monologues in this movie, and they're all delivered with the exact same tone. Well, that's just Christian Slater. What do you that's have a I'm problem saying. with? That's what I'm saying, because they're different events. I want to... That's Christian Slater. What are you thinking you're going to get here? I want to... It's I want to discuss. It's too medieval role. Here's the thing: the problem I have with it, I don't want to really want to blame Christian Slater for this. Christian I kind of feel hot. like, thank you, he is hot. No, I said he was hot. <laughs> he was hot at the time. Well, he also is hot. Well, he's a sexy man. <laughs> I mean, sexy I kind of wish I could frost my tips. <laughs> um, on that, Christian we can Slater. arrange that. I wish I could frost my tips on that, Christian yeah. Slater. <laughs> I think one of the big problems with this. I want to um, gleam his cube. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> See, you go. yeah, you're using it right. Yeah, hey. you're in the zone. Uh, um, <laughs> I think one of the big problems with this film is, is to, to what Cody's saying is like there's a lot of emotion, a lot of different things th- piled on that you learn about throughout this whole yeah. thing. But I just feel like the the script and the writing didn't put it together well enough. So it kind of feels like it comes a lot of stuff comes out of left field. Like it just feels like a lot comes out. Yes. Like it's just like okay, like he does he resent the brother or not resent the brother? Okay, I guess he kind of does. Oh wait, he never was into his brother's culture because now this girl's teaching him about Vietnamese food. Like it's like there's so many weird things that kind of feel a little forced. That felt. I forced? guess that's the word. Yeah, I felt that that scene actually made a ton of sense to me. That that though where she's teaching him about the food. Absolutely. That part definitely felt like an after school special. <laughs> no, that it part. Had a that, real part that part definitely felt part. like that part definitely felt like true to his character because his character is kind of a dick and he shuts down 100. We we what's funny is before that scene actually occurs or maybe it's after that scene or in the same same fucking block of time. But it's the dad watching the video of them trying to throw Frisbee at his birthday, and he's just right. cold, shut off, not engaged at all. That scene I like, and, and that scene, That's how that scene is how, and, like and that scene Bane. is like beginning See? or 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 after he's there, and he admits that he like he's an asshole, and he just never gave a shit to learn about his brother's uh, culture and Vietnamese food because he felt like it was shoved down his his throat by his parents. Yeah, I, I no, I got I gotta understand that. I understand that. Like, I liked the video. I thought the video was really cool because it just well, because it you, showed you. But it you didn't can also tell see. You. Here's the thing. Here's the difference in acting and why you got emotion from that scene where, it, comparative to other scenes like the fucking uh, uh, sitting outside the gravestone, giving that monologue where it's like the, you don't feel shit because it's Christian Slater giving it. The father is a good actor when he's sitting there. And his facial expressions are giving off the emotion of this grieving of like, who did I really fuck up here? Did I fuck up with my adopted son or did I fuck up with my real son? I've fucked up both. Like I got all that emotion from you know from it, and that's what Christian Slater even comes over and addresses. So it's like you get that from him, and I feel like that's why that's an emotional scene where you don't get it from from Southern because he had a stronger actor by him. No, I. I- I actually, no, see, I I think it's because it was bad writing. Like they have a, w- yeah. there is a way of saying it. it's, it's show don't tell. That whole scene with the frisbee, you get from the scene that like, well, man, look, he doesn't want to fucking play frisbee. He's kind of yeah, being an asshole about this. Yeah, right? absolutely, you absolutely do get. It. And he it, doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. But if he was off to the side, being like, look at me. I don't want to play frisbee. Do you want to know why? Because <laughs> I resented my brother's culture and everything. Well, this is fa. Oh, this looks pretty good. Now I feel like I'm really connecting to the Vietnamese <laughs> culture. Like, it just seemed like it was a really, it just did feel like one of those weird. See, I, 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 no, he only did that stuff because he needed to, try to get close to the, to the colonel. Yeah. It, it's not, like, it's so. Not, not to his He started to father. enjoy it. Yes, he started to enjoy it. Not to his father. No, no, no. I'm saying about that scene, though. Yeah, like yeah. The, like, the only reason he, he goes... He enjoy the Frisbee? No, the only reason he starts paying attention to the culture stuff is because 
that is how he's trying to get in with the daughter. See, no, well, I don't yes think and no. So necessarily. I, I think, it, I think it, it's not portrayed that way, but that is literally how it looks. Right, but I also think that, that like that's also a very common theme that you see in like teenage, you know, romance comedies where it's just like, hey man, I'll pay you two hundred dollars to to take yeah, you know, you're Josie, absolutely right about Josie that. to the friggin' yeah. prom, and then throughout this whole process, yeah, he's doing all these things to get the two hundred dollars, but then he finds out that he likes her. Well, right, yeah, yeah, right. and I even mean, he even, learns a few lessons along yeah. the way. Yeah, like, and, he, and even the story of like I, I I'm the school fuck up, and this is the hot chick. I kind of I want to kind of like get on her level. She's a smart chick, so I have to compl- I have to kind of you know change my personality. I mean, it's yeah, something we see in movies all the you have time. To ride a bike. See movies yeah. all the time. It's it's bad writing because that's not how real yeah. life works. But hey, yeah, I, actually, I don't want to blame Christian Slater for this because he, here's another thing too. This is the movie he did like right during Heather's. Like this came out like around like it came on it came out afterwards. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, I, I imagine when he was filming it, he couldn't have been it's too a difference, far off. It's a difference of fucking uh, and, of, of of writing. Yeah, of quality I writing. I, we loved I loved him in Heather's. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So no. it can't be. I like don't think he's. he's an, I don't think he's like completely an, like horrible amateur. in this. He's not going to get an Academy Award, but whatever. But he de- he, de- fix- he delivered what the script gave him. Right, and you can only fix a script so much. You can't. You can't outact a bad script. You just can't. I don't know. He to me, he seemed a little uncomfortable with the role itself. Like maybe he didn't feel like he was like a skater or something. Like he didn't have that that kind of attitude for for the role. Because I don't know. I don't think the. I mean, you guys keep saying the writing's terrible, the writing's terrible. I think there was a couple scenes where the writing didn't feel so terrible. Like, yeah. it was actually, the drama worked for me. You know, like, there, I like, I felt like it was kind of, like, with the, the scene you were just describing, Cody, uh, when the dad's watching the, you know, the Frisbee toss on, yeah. and, and whatever. I feel like some of the things his dad says is kind of powerful. Like, Again, and, yeah, and I think the, the scene where the mom actually kind of comes alongside of him and is like, I, I appreciate what you're doing. Like what you're doing, I can't do it. She's trying to connect with her son, buys him the pads, buys him the helmet. You know what I mean? Like wants to be supportive. I'm like, I like that. I like that they have scenes like this that kind of show that these people still do care, but there's a struggle, there's a bond that needs to be made between them because he considers himself the outcast throughout this whole film. I like it. I think I don't think it was completely terrible well, writing. I think also, I'll agree with you. I on also that. think he comes. It's a weird thing where this. There's, but no, I think it's too much though. I, it may not be terrible writing, but it, it it may be too much because he also comes to this realization that this person that he was is not the person that he should be. On top of grieving for his brother, on top of like trying to figure out where he kind of fits in the world as far as like, am I an asshole? Do I want to be that person? Like it's he definitely goes on the self discovery journey, mm-hmm. which is not done like full fledged or very well. You kind of have to, you kind of get, like I said, from direct view, it's it's just he's doing this to get close to the colonel. But you have to kind of break this down and assume a lot of this stuff. I'll tell you one moment that I didn't believe Christian Slater. Okay, I'll it, tell you what. Too during the skating scenes, it was just <laughs> oh, you hair mean, was different, his face was completely different. Yeah. He was three inches taller. Yeah. I just didn't buy it. <laughs> uh, the one, the one that I didn't buy was Christian Slater hanging off the side of a Corvette going 120 miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dead. I was like, I was like, no trucks in the world can no, handle that. No, that I wheels would have blown up, I blown fell, out. I fell off the back of a truck going 20 miles an hour and fucked myself 
up when I was no, so, yeah. I'm just saying the ski- skateboard wheels would have fucking torn no, up by then. Just start shaking, Shit. like they start shaking. Absolutely, especially especially on 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 uh, uh, the trucks that were given to him on the skateboard. Which the guy, what's his name, uh, Buddy? What was his name? No, uh, no, no. His name was like it was a Yabo. He gives him those those special wheels, and he says, "Man, like these wheels." It's a You'll real get the rough speed, ride. But it's going to be a rough ride. And yet he's on a freeway going like 120 miles. Yeah, an no. Hour fuck on. no. <laughs> it's just nuts. I think that was the way they were trying to explain the fact that they were going to about to do that scene. It's like, yeah, they go really fast, but they're well, a rough had, ride. He had to go really. No, it definitely was. There was, a, there was a lot of foreshadowing in this movie. Yeah. So if, if you find yourself, like, maybe you have to like hitch a ride on a 1989 Corvette yeah. Yeah. on a freeway. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't really a cop. You should go chase after them. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> there's a lot of weird shit like that. Like, there's there are some moments of bad writing for sure. Don't get oh, me yeah. wrong. Oh man, one of the parts that got me was when they when he goes and tries to uh, when when the what is he? Like, I'm guessing the 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 guy who played Rain or whatever. Yeah. Goes and tries to bargain Bobby. with. Yeah, and he goes. Yeah. He goes and tries to bargain with like the distrib- distribution guy, Lawndale, mm-hmm. and uh, and Track, and he's like, he's like, "Don't be giving me no hand job jerk off right now." Oh, dude, like I'm like, me, what the fuck? That made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> I'm like, what? Anything the cop is in. Is... I, I love the cop. Yeah, me too. I fucking love. I this love cop. the cop too, but he's it's so it's so. I love. I love, I like I love his too. performance. I love yeah. his character. I love everything about this. It, cop. But it's so much bigger than everything else. I feel like in the movie, as far as like goofiness and like campiness, seems like an older brother type character. Yeah, so I, I feel like that's definitely thing what I, it was supposed I, to be portrayed as, I, or an older version of Christian, like a future Christian, right? Like Which they kind of foreshadow was actually the case. Yeah, yeah. but I the only thing I, I did, yeah, I was screw up too, kid. The thing I didn't like about him was that he never actually. He always like looks at. Christian Slater is being wrong? a possible like bad bad kid like always in the wrong yeah yeah like he's working with him and he and he he's got it at some point in time after all these times that they're coming to the same area right like he's investigating and then he finds Christian Slater also investigating at what point in time does he say all right this kid's a good kid he's just trying to find his his brother's killer right. But throughout the entire film, I kind of feel like he never really trusts him. He's always yelling at him. Especially the biggest scene that is so painfully weird is like he's getting chased by the three Lonsdale's character. Yeah, Lawndale. Langston? Lawndale. Langston Longdale. You call him Langston. Ed Lawndale. Ed 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 Lawndale. Uh Langston, he sends three henchmen after him, right? These these Asian dudes on bikes, these motorcycles, right? And they chase Christian Slater on his skateboard. Dude, one of my favorite scenes. It is. It's a great scene, right? The chase scene is great. It's the stunts, man. Then that they all it gets broken up because they get all get arrested and they're in the precinct. And like, it seems like the cop is really trying to pin it on Christian Slater the whole yeah. time. And I'm like, dude, you really believe? Yeah, he, but and, and the excuse they give is that the Asians were like, hey, he threw a bunch of Asian epitaphs at us, some racial epitaphs at us, and we got mad and we chased him through the street. He's been working the whole time. At what point in time does he goes, I don't believe this bullshit. Yeah. These guys are fucking Ooh, working for a criminal. You, 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 I, I did not actually get that he believed that happened at all because the immediately following scene is him trapping these people with somebody who speaks their language because they I, knew I for a, a fact later, that that was happening. Like, at what point in time is he like, I know... Why doesn't he just go to Christian? He's like, look, I know you didn't do anything. Because he's I a, know there's he, some he's shit. A, he's going a cop, on. and he probably thinks if I embolden Christian Slater and let him know, hey, you're on the right path, Christian Slater is going to continue to be a fucking nuisance and break the law. And maybe in his mind, he's like, I can't 
disclose this information. I can't. I have to do my best and my hardest to, to just try to stop this kid from being a but jackass. No, no, no. He's a cop. He kind of has here's to. A He's weird, no, I don't know. To. Here's the weird thing because there's a scene before that, after the fire, before the chase scene. It's after the fire, and uh, he goes to his. He goes to his house. Al goes to his house. The cop mm-hmm. goes to his house and questions about about the fire. And Christian Sayer basically admits it and says, "Yeah, we had to shake him up. You said we had to shake him up, right?" And then when he's questioning him again after the, the motorcycle chase, he's like, what, are you going to tell me about the fire? And Christian Slayer's like, what fire? And it's like, you guys already talked about the fire. I didn't, really po- I didn't even point that out. Yeah, I picked yeah. that out. I didn't catch that. Holy shit. Me either. If that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty bad, <laughs> that's a pretty bad continuity error right there. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? It kind of threw me off a little bit because he, he's, like, he's like, what fire? Basically. Technically, he didn't admit it. He just said, "You, you said we things need to get shaken up." I mean, that doesn't really admit. Yeah, I mean, says, "Tell me, tell me about the fire." Basically, I mean, the, co- like, the cop just kind of reminded me, like, of the, like the commissioner in in like all the Lethal Weapon movies. Where it's like, "God damn it, Riggs, you had to blow yeah. up the whole." God yeah. damn it, God damn, it. like, and it's just like, well, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you realize that I, I put people behind fucking bars, right? <laughs> like, I'm I'm doing a good job here. Yeah. <laughs> Although again, uh, the killer ca- car, that that car chase scene was killer though. When the fucking door flies off and he's oh yeah, that was like the that was the the that final car chase scene and stuff is the part of the movie where I just where I definitely laughed at like just the sheer concept because it's like oh, the, the squad cars cruising up the hill and over the hill comes. 10 teenagers on skateboards yeah, and they're yeah. like oh no oh, tur- turn around it's like what are you kidding me like we can go through them or just you know no, go around them a little like bit in a no, pizza hut truck them. yeah in a <laughs> pizza hut truck too and it's like <laughs> Tony Hawk co-starring Tony Hawk I'm like, I'm like yeah that really stops the criminals is, oh is, is 10 teenagers on skateboards I, I, you know the thing about skateboarding too since we're on the subject of skateboarding that we, we were talking about the, the chase scene with yeah. the three bikes I like there's a one part where he's coming around like a thing and he jumps over something, but he has to do a trick. Right. And oh, I'm yeah. like, man, you're being chased possibly for your life. Like That's how badass you are, you, Mike. You, you took some time to be like, yo, I'm going to do a kick. Yeah, fuck kick yeah. Here. I'm gonna That's kick like yeah, you know why? Because he's gleaming a cube. He's not even thinking yeah, about it. it His body's sleep. just reacting. He's, he's like, oh, I, he's he like, like I got airtime. He forgot that. he was even being there chased. Was, <laughs> there was a couple of stupid ones where it's like he fly, you know, like the, the like it was, something was set up like a ramp and he hit it and he would do it. But others, others were used like very well as far as like, uh, in some of the bombing scenes where they're where they're they're bombing some of the hills mm-hmm. and they're using the the like the basically the tricks to slow the board down or like you know what I mean like by by turning it real fast and sliding like that stuff was like fucking when it was actual like real skateboarders on yeah, it I like it how he used that move to slow down and he flipped turn and he turned around to face the other way to go around a curb yeah. and then yeah. slow down again to to do the next that was pretty dope. Dude, those 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 bombing scenes were my favorite. Anything with him going down a hill 
and those because the keep, guy what do you, you keep calling it bombing. Yeah, I was definitely it, it, it was like one of the more exciting parts throughout well, this whoever, film was watching all these like, I don't know crazy who it was. stunts and shit. I don't know who the who the downhill skater was at that because I mean the board he's doing the, that on is like it's not built for that. <laughs> like it's not built for that. Like most of the boards are like bigger, longer, and I stuff like that. Okay. Like, Mike McGill and Rodney Mullen were stunt doubles for Christian Slater. Okay. Uh, Tommy Guerrero taught Christian Slater how to skateboard. Bones Brigade, wait, and the, Is that the team at the and time? Bones Brigade promoter Stacy Peralta worked as second unit director. The stunt where the freeway where Brian goes under the truck was performed by Mark Rogowski. Did they really go under a truck? Yeah, yeah that's just it, it looked so. weird like that because that's really shitty rotoscoping. Is that what it was? It looked like really shitty rotoscoping, probably yeah. to cover the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even think God, about they that. Just like, they just got like every goddamn skateboarding champ put in this fucking movie. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. Dude, like the skateboarding in this movie is the thing. It's that fucking on point. Pulls yeah. me in every time I see it because I'm just like I'm still blown away by it. Like I'm still blown away. Like what I like about this, shot really what I well. like about it, it is, is, yeah, there is such an attention to detail put placed onto the skateboarding aspect of it. Well. The director himself says, "Like this is not a movie about skateboarding at all. This is a movie that's about crime, drama, and like love and loss. <laughs> and skateboarding is just kind of like this side Dude. thing. But they put all this, and he still put this amount of energy into it. It's pretty I feel like cool. everything that's in the skateboarding stuff is better than what's in the film. Yeah, though. I can agree. Yeah, that's the thing about this film. It's like I, I, I feel like this. If there was no skateboarding in this film, it would not. Ooh, yeah, it'd be rough. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like a lifetime movie, <laughs> or just any other '80s movie. No." Oh man, I don't know. There's there's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't emotions. know. I feel like I feel yeah, like I feel like vibe. I feel like if there wasn't skateboarding in this, this could have starred like Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee? Yeah. Like, yeah you've never look, seen like Brandon Lee's like shitty. Yeah, I've no, I've career. seen it. Oh, I have. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying he could have easily taken the place of Chris Slater if there was no skateboarding. But he'd be like, like, but then you get all the races in a weird way. That'd be. I'm not going to sit here and rewrite this movie, Mike. I'm simply telling you. Are you saying that Brandon Lee did not skateboard at this time? Are you saying that he was not a good skateboarder? Brandon Lee is Asian. If he like, there would where what is like? Yeah, there would be. I'm not even saying anything about that. I was simply pointing out bad '80s movies that are like. Yeah, like dramas, shit like this. There's a fuckload of them. Brandon Lee starred in a lot of them. It's the first thing that popped in my head right now. Yeah. I could have said, I could have said anyone. Could have said anyone. But you it didn't. just leads me to believe there's also like now I'm thinking about it, it's like there's a lot of stuff going on. There's so much stuff. It's going like on. let's you know it's a cultural clash thing movie. Well, it's a it's drugs, a drugs it's movie. A, no, yeah, no, it's, crime it's a, mystery uh, weapons movie. Sorry. Yeah. It's an action movie. movie. Yeah, it's an action movie. It's a sports movie. It's a skateboarding movie. I'm glad. Oh, sports movie. Thank you. That was the one thing that I thought that 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 cracked me up about this movie. It reminds me of every other '80s movie that is like somewhat of a sports movie. Is how the main character deals with stress is by doing the sport that they do to the absolute extreme until they're just like (laughs) out of breath. They can't do it. Completely like soaked and like almost void of human of like life anymore. Not only that he just has to skate so fucking hard to get his frustrations out. In this world too, there is no such thing as a pro skateboarder because if there was, he'd be fucking one of them. Like honestly, that's just undiscovered. They uh, no, obviously they have nope. Nope. Obviously they have fucking uh, the, the ability to record themselves. They got the fucking frisbee shit down. Yeah. So they, you're telling me there's no video of this dude skateboarding? Get out of here. No, kids, man. That's 1989. That, that, that camera had to be tethered to no, the wall. There were no batteries kids, back then. Kids were trying to be skateboarding. They would have been sending in tapes. They would have been I like, doing I like how you're just making assumptions that, that Bri- no. Brian's not doing that currently. Uh, 
Yeah, let's put it this way. We'll, He's just we'll not a little, in the film. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen in real we'll, life. We'll do a little fan th- fan theory. Uh, that's it, it. Just it just goes to his character of being just a fuck up. Like apply yourself, son. Apply yourself to something. Yeah, he wants to be a veteran. And one of the things he he, he just doesn't apply himself to skating. It's he right here is where he no, just can't branding. promote himself. He's not good at branding. He do a 360 on a goddamn half pipe, but yeah. wants to be a veterinarian. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Go figure. Hey, guess what? People have dreams. Yeah. yeah. And his dream yeah, is Your to jealousy is coming through well, very think, strong right now. I think now. it also, like, is there, was, because what, what age kids do you think are watching this movie? Oh. Oh, this is probably anywhere Teenagers. from, well, this was rated R, wasn't it? No, wasn't I think there? it was no. like I think it was it's meant to make you thirteen. I think it was something. meant to make you excited to go out and try to do cool shit on skateboards. This was rated X, wasn't it? It was rated PG. Fucking X, PG thirteen. Just kidding. Yeah, it's PG. NC seventeen, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, probably from the cu- the cuss words, the I cuss mean, words for PG thirteen. Oh, speaking of cuss I bet you a words, lot of people... everybody else's version have them say "screw up" when they're in the hotel in the guy's apartment. What do you mean? I was a, I, no one's gonna believe me. I'm a screw up, and then the cop repeats the line. I was a screw up too when I was your age. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what do you think the original line was? Because that was clearly dubbed you think over. I was a fuck up. Yeah, but my version didn't have it. I didn't know if anybody else's version had like the actual. No. You didn't notice that very obvious cut. No. It goes. I. It. It. it dude. It totally changed. You can. It sounds like the TV version, made for TV version, is what it sounds like, and it's the only moment of I think swearing in this I'm film. Not, I, I and it's dubbed the, over. I wonder if if that's what happened. They were like, MPA came back and said R, and they said, "What are you talking about? You were fucked twice." And he's like, actually, it's like four times if you watch that scene. Like, in, yeah. And then you're like, well, you got to cut it, and he was like, "All right, we'll just change it to screw up." Oh, Christian's not going to be happy about Scrooge. You know what? You can't. You can't show the Matterhorn. Uh, Disney won't allow you to ha- use the word "fuck" in a movie if you're showing the Matterhorn. Did yeah. anybody notice that? That when yeah. that it's yes. di- how close they're no, like right next that. to fucking Disney. They're, they're like in the park. In, they're <laughs> in the park. They <laughs> killed him in the Disneyland. Yeah, this was actually filmed on the Disneyland. It's on the fucking hotel. monorail or whatever going <laughs> yeah. by right there. Yeah. Yeah. Took by the window. The, they took him to the happiest place on earth. It's to such kill a weird him. place to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to this place where like what? families are probably <laughs> hanging out. Right, right, right under the right under the nose of happiness is the best place to hide a crime. Maybe that was like a fuck you to Disney. Like they were trying to take this movie to Disney, and they were like. You know, like, no, we're not producing that. Like, yeah. No, I think they were trying to bank off, like, some of the popularity of skateboarding at the time, which I think was actually, in 89, was probably dying down because it went through a very low point in the early 90s. Dying down? 89, Tony Hawk was the, had, like, won the championship that year. He was the fucking skateboard championship in 89. He was, like, the skateboard champion. Really. I don't know. He, I he feel was, like skateboarding no, was such a... He was a... way more popular. And, like, he had, a two, he had two popular since. He was way more popular when he was younger and, like, pool skating and shit like that and winning championships then. And then, like, probably around when this movie came out when he was a teenager, skateboarding went through a very low point in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. It was, like, towards the later 90s, like, 97, 98. Yeah, and it came back after Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Kind of started to pop So from the end of, what, 89, 90 until 96, then that's... I I feel like every cartoon at that time had its skateboarding. I feel like the Ninja Turtles were riding on skateboards, so skateboarding had to be pretty popular. (laughs) (laughs) Just me. That's how I'm looking. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, but it, well, I don't know how popular is it. This movie only made two million. Two it cost ten million. Only made two. Dude, it's called Gleam in the Cube. I think that. Can I just say I re- I, I got to go back to. It. I think that's just bad title. Yeah, well, I really do think that like people are like, what the fuck is that? Well, because you got to gotta put the title. <laughs> then you know what happened is like the writer was like. Oh man, I was at the skate park the other day, bro, and like just some dudes like, bro, you killed it, bro. You got to gleam the cube. 
and then like that's stuck in there. And they're like, "This like, is we're gonna coin this. Yeah. This is gonna be the new phrase. This is gonna be the new phrase. All the skaters gonna be saying it." They all. I heard Stacy Peralta say it once at a at a, a skate demo in 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 uh, in uh, in eighty three. So, what, but what's what's the analogy behind it? Like, what is what? Am, it's what am, your it, zoning out. You go into your zone. No, no, but what, what, you're enjoying what you're doing. What, what you love so no, much. No, I get that. that. Oh I'm just gonna look I, it up I right that. now. I'm gonna look it up before we have this conversation. I just want to know what the connection is. What's the cube, and what am I gleaming? It's the gleam that comes off of the cube, bro, which is you don't want to get trapped in it because you're not going to get out. What is the cube? The cube is actually rotating. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. It's, it's actually changing rooms. You think it's mathematics. You think it's mathematics. But <laughs> at the end of it, you find out it's not mathematics, and it's just an empty void that leads to nowhere. That's a, I, I think this is a good talk, but these guys are really irritated. So, at uh, gleaming, <laughs> the gleaming the cube. I, I will say the top-rated definition on Urban Dictionary, which is pretty in line with, I think, what was said in the movie, was to push yourself to dangerous new limits, hence being outside of the cube and able to polish it, creating a gleaming effect. So getting outside of your box, getting outside your comfort so zone, out, and pushing so the yourself. the cube is a box. I'm getting outside of that box. Yeah, the cube is the box you live it. in. Yeah, you're just polishing so the shit out of your it, box. Now it's gleaming. <laughs> yeah, now you got a gleaming box. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if this was in a rap song, I'd be like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on here. This is a bad... I feel like it would have been a better rap song than the <laughs> intro song we got. I don't know. <laughs> the second... The se- <laughs> it doesn't seem <laughs> the clever. Second rated, Masturbation. The second rated definition on Urban Dictionary... Gleaming the cube when a girl rubs her pussy on a man's bald head. (laughs) 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 Okay, it makes more sense now. Now, That's a better analogy. I can visualize that. That's the movie we didn't watch. (laughs) Another father was was balls, right? (laughs) Ah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. What what do you say we rate this man or jammer? Kyle, what do you want to rate it? Uh, we're gonna rate this film Tony Hawk's. I think it's fitting that we rate it Tony Hawk's. I think so too. I'm gonna go first. Um, I would watch this movie over and over again for the skateboarding, and that's pretty much it. I otherwise from that, like, well, sound design's good, and like that that that's a big part of this movie. But otherwise from that, man, this story I feel like is just so fucking all over the place, and I really just don't care. They never suck me in. It's never believable. Christian Slater's just not believable to me in this movie. It's not my favorite movie of his. I, I if it wasn't for the skateboarding, it would. Uh, I don't know. It wouldn't be a good movie. It's just too much. It's just way too much. So I am gonna go with 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 two. I think it's a solid two. Skateboarding is worth watching alone. Ronnie Mullen's flat flat ground tricks are, are amazing. The hill scenes are great. The stunts are 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 fantastic. Everything else that I could, I could do without. It's not even like so bad. It's good. It's just. It's just. I don't know. Who even thought that was the case? No, not no one. Why I'm would just saying. Say that? I'm just saying. It's not even like that goofy. What? That was. I don't think that was ever on the table. Dude. No, I know. No one. No one said. It. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying. Let's, in not, my own let's not. Let's not throw that off to every movie we review from now on. That no, one, I'm just it's saying. Not even so bad. It's good. I'm just saying. It's not, It didn't even reach any. It didn't reach. It was just so bland. It's a bland movie. All right. It's boring. What did you rate it? One. Two. Two. <laughs> A one? Two. You gave it a two. One? Two. Skateboarding scenes are that badass. One? Skateboarding scenes are that badass. I could watch it over and over again just for the skateboarding scenes. I said that. Chris, you got a big dumb smile on your face. Why don't you go next? <laughs> <laughs> I actually like this movie, kind of. 
Um, more than I thought I would. I, I didn't mind the story so much. I did think it was a little odd. It caught me off guard. You know, how they were trying to like mix two, like two cultures together and throw all these other kind of like, uh, like morals and messages in throughout it, that just kind of didn't land. But I thought some of the performances were really like actually good in some parts. The skating's obviously really awesome. Gleaming the Cube, I agree, is kind of a weird title for this movie. Doesn't really say a whole lot about it. Doesn't get anybody super pumped to go in, but uh, Christian Slater, I think, did okay. He looks really super young in this movie, so I kind of just chalked it up to like an early role he was performance. Like he was like forty when this movie came yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. Did Damn, you? I know that he's been he's been forty for a long time. He's yeah. good looking kid. So it didn't <laughs> it didn't bug me. The only you know the only thing that was annoying was watching it on Amazon and getting that fucking that Dude. sound issue. Yeah, um, the sync issue. Um, but overall, like I, I didn't mind it too much. I'm actually going to give this a three. I, I, I would watch this again. And uh, again, this is the guy who had the skateboard next to the door after watching it. So he wants to give pumped. it a five. He just does. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I did a couple. I, I did. I did. A, I tried a few tricks after watching this, and then we just went back and watched Gleaming the Cube again because because <laughs> <laughs> that was more fun. <laughs> so three. Yeah. All right, a little too high, but that's okay. Mike, yeah, I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Like, as a film, it's pretty terrible. Like, I'm giving like an extra star, I think, to the to the skateboarding because I feel like for a guy that says that he, you know, like I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to make a movie about skateboarding. I feel like he sure as hell made a movie. Kind of should have. He kind of should have. I think. Now that being said, I think there are some some moments save the movie uh i actually we didn't really talk a lot about it but i actually do like the scenes between christian slater and his father Mm -hmm. like that connection between those two characters i felt like that was that was interesting and and you could see the growth and the their relationship being uh uh fixed uh so i like that but there's just too many weird like i said like after school moments where it's just like we're gonna teach you about vietnamese culture we're gonna teach you about like this is such a culture clash and (laughs) And, you know, I never understood. Like, it's just some of the dialogue just reeks of just like, it just it seems forced. Reeks of cool you know, you can you can have a movie about culture clashes. Just like, you know, you don't have to make it like, like, it doesn't have to be forced. It doesn't have to sound like it comes from a Lifetime movie. And I felt like that there was a lot of that in this movie. And that kind of really bothered me as well. But uh, otherwise, like I said, uh, if you like skateboarding, I think it's classic. Yeah. Kyle, your pick. Last to go. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to come in at a, uh, probably a three on this one. Um, I've, this is probably my fifth or sixth time seeing this movie. I've, I've seen this movie actually more times than I actually thought I did when I picked it, but, um, I like this movie. I think it's an enjoyable movie. I, yeah, I agree. There's some parts that are written a uh, little, little shitty or a little campy or a little, little, you know, whatever. But overall, as a as a film, I think it's entertaining, even if in the fact that some of the stuff, maybe the stunts themselves, are come off a little ridiculous too. You know, but I think that's the charm of it. The charm of it is, is it's a skateboarding movie, and there's not a whole lot of skateboarding movies out there. And the fact that Tony Hawk's in it, and when I first saw this film was, you know, when I was like thirteen, fourteen, and and playing Tony Hawk pro skater and I had no idea that he was in a movie and this movie was on TV and it's like, that's Tony Hawk. Like, holy shit type of thing, you know? So I thought that that for me, like in terms of memories, yeah, that definitely adds some charm to it that I like. So I think it's a, it's an okay movie. It's not the best thing you're going to fucking find, but it's the best you're going to get about skateboarding starring Christian Slater. 
So out of print movie, Christian. Yeah, out Christian, another out of print Christian Slater movie yeah. being reviewed here on Cult yeah. Film and Review. Damn right, none of his movies are in print. None of his fuck got, is that I about? I don't know what that's <laughs> about. It's probably just because it's Christian Slater. No one's really clamoring it, for Christian. That's Slater. not true though. Like, he's Mr. Robot. He's like winning Emmys right now. He's Mr. Robot. He's well, well maybe Emmys he's right doing now. it himself. He's trying to like distance himself from his film career. He's like, get that shit out of print. I don't know, man. Oh, a lot of his films I like. I, I, I can't I, deny I do too. It. I'm not. Hey, let's be honest. Broken Arrow. You can find that oh, movie somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> you, can, true. you can find that this all day long. This one was just like, I don't think he was ready for this kind of media of a role at this time. That's just me. I know and not everyone agreed with that, but that's just me. Same year he did, uh, same year he was filming Heathers, but this was too meaty. Okay. Heathers is a different style. Yeah, a I will agree with fits, that. It fits. It fits better to when his. Did, when did pump style up the volume? I think. I think. I think maybe this that. isn't too meaty of a movie. Maybe there's just not enough meat at all for him. So he's just trying to do what he can with what he's got. That's weird. Mm. We've done three movies, uh, Christian Slater, early Christian Slater movies yeah. on Cold Film and Review. I love the Slater. Like, is Chris... I fucking love Christian Slater. I'm not no, even, I know, I'm not like, even gonna uh, pretend about you that. You know, but when you say cult film actors, if you think about cult film actors in your life. Christian Slater's not like one that I think anybody would like really say like because he's quintessential because he like kind of Bruce Campbell Christian Slater like it's yeah. probably not a he name he crossed that you would over a lot of different types of of film and TV and like all kinds of stuff and like people mostly saw Christian Slater as a mainstream actor no, he like is. I mean I mean he is yeah he definitely but is. he's happened, his younger career though. His, his early career he happened to do some more like uh, I don't know like independent kind of feeling movies yeah. you know so. Um, I think that's great though that he could transition through his career. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I like him now. Look at him now. Look at him now. Look at him now. No, no, he's on. He's on. He's on a TV series, killing it. And you know what? He just had to sit through ten years of just of of not being in the limelight. That's well, well, or ten years of uh, low budget bullshit. No, no, no. Think about it. He bit a girl. On the street, that is so true. He that, did. Christian Slater did bite a girl. <laughs> kind of hurt his career a little. But a lot of, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. A lot did. of actors have gone through that lull, though. Like Sylvester Stallone went through that up until a couple of years ago. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, actors you know go what? through that. Actors I just love. I just Slater. love. I'm a big fan of Christian Slater monologues because it just always sounds like Jack Nicholson Dude, every it time. That's it what sounds saying. so every, good. There's three monologues this movie. And so good. And it's. That's our show for this week. Make sure you follow us on social media at Colfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. Do we have a review? Oh, yes, we do have a review to read. We're about to get to that. Who's going to review that dude? Who's going to review that dude? I can roll it up here. Let's see. Roll here. it up. Pull but it up. Before we do that, you can also follow us on Facebook. Make sure you check out our website, ColtFilmAndReview.com. And we're going to read this review right now for you because I'm ready for it. Okay, yeah, our first review is from Shane Singletary, and he writes, Kick-Ass Podcast, five stars. Definitely my favorite podcast. Love listening to you guys talk about movies. Reminds me of me and my buddies talking about movies and having drinks. Kick-Ass Podcast. Thanks, Shane. Hell yeah. Big Shane. I like it came back around. He took the introduction. Big Shane. Put it right in the conclusion. (laughs) Big Shane coming in with the five-star review. Big shame. All right, this next one is from Travis L. Michael. He gives us five stars, and the subject is five stars. So is that like ten stars? He <laughs> <laughs> gave us ten stars. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know nothing about none of that math. It's, right, ti- so. it's title plus actual he's got, stars. He's got he's got two first names for his name. So never trust a man with two first names. <laughs> my dad. My dad that? always told me that. Tra- Travis says this, guys. 
Really enjoy the podcast. Would love to hear you guys talk about Pumpkin with Christina Ricci. I'd be happy to do that, that one. That's, you know what? I've heard that request from other people, I'd be too. happy to do that yeah, one. Yeah, right. um, or other weird movies from the late 90s, early 2000s. Like you, those be the aughts. Like you did with uh, Jawbreaker. Listen, I got plenty of those, and I can start bringing them up if you want to get over it with Cisco. <laughs> like, uh, I got, I let's got not plenty turn, of them. Uh, I don't want to turn Going this podcast that road, into that. Huh? I got plenty of no. them. All right. Well, yeah, it's man. a three of, a three of us job to make to, to make sure our picks are about 100% better than anything Cody's no, going to The other one I would like to do <laughs> The other one I would like to do is with um, uh, Kirsten Dunst, and uh, it's the, the mockumentary. Oh, God, what is it? Uh, it's off the top of my head. Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's a oh, mockumentary. Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's a mockumentary. Yeah, Drop Dead Gorgeous is one of the, the fucking best movies. We don't, we don't ever get a review that's like, hey, guys, love the podcast. If you could review more uh, dramatic uh, weird movies like Man Bites Dog or maybe Gummo. <laughs> <laughs> could you, no, but could you a, go for something really awful? Could you do some more like Holy Mountain situations? Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> no, but uh, Nobody's right. requested Sallow yet. <laughs> no, uh, where's that at? Before we end the show, I just wanted to read the fourth voted. Definition for cleaving the cube. Okay. We're making this podcast about this. (laughs) The fourth one is intense masturbation aimed in the direction of a Nintendo GameCube that has (laughs) Beyblade stickers on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's really. Use it in a sentence. Matt, I caught my cousin Tyler gleaming the cube. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad they they put it in a sentence. (laughs) Like that connection. That's really oh, that's funny. funny. <laughs> All right. All you right. can end the show now. Good right. jokes. So, uh, yes, thank you for those reviews. And remember, you can follow Kyle. You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at film underscore Chris on Instagram. <laughs> you can follow Mike at yeah, Max Lucy on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect. I don't know what mine is. <laughs> I don't know where so you went with that. I follow, 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 follow. I'm eating a bo- box you of you fucking cookies You right went very Missouri on that one. I'm eating a box. I did. I, would, I did go into full-on Missouri accent. Yeah, you totally did. It happens. It does. It happens. Hey, guys, that's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.